0: Welcome to Bible at Bedtime, a podcast where I, Amber Lawton, read Bible passages to help you fall asleep. I started this podcast because I've had trouble falling asleep, and I enjoy listening to Bible passages, the Bible, the Word of God, The very life, joy, breath, hope, and inspiration that we need can all be found within its pages. Now, tonight I'm going to start by reading a couple of passages about David. And then... As we continue on our journey, I'm going to read a couple of passages from Psalms. My hope tonight is that you will be inspired by the Word of God as you slowly drift into sleep. That you have peaceful sleep and that you dream dreams that can only be sent by God. Let us begin. Go ahead and lay down, finding a comfortable position, allowing your body to relax taking a deep breath in and letting it out. And as you breathe in, remember that you are breathing in the breath of God. His love. His hope. And as you breathe out, breathing out the stress of the day, the things that it Tried to take you off course, that tried to bring worry and anxiety. And as you breathe in, remembering that God is always with you, His Spirit hovers over you, He cares for your every concern. And as you breathe out, You cast your cares upon him. Slowly, we wait, sitting in the stillness and allowing God to speak to us through his word. Should you choose to use this time for Bible meditation... Make sure you're sitting in an upright position and repeating the passages so that you may consume the word of God and allow them to deposit deeply in your heart. 1 Samuel chapter 16 Samuel anoints David. The Lord said to Samuel, How long are you going to mourn for Saul, since I have rejected him as king over Israel? Fill your horn with oil and go. I am sending you to Jesse of Bethlehem, because I have selected a king from his sons. Samuel asked, How can I go? Saul will hear about it and kill me. The Lord answered, Take a young cow with you and say, I have come to sacrifice to the Lord. Then invite Jesse to the sacrifice, and I will let you know what you are to do. You are to anoint for me the one who, I indicate to you. Samuel did what the Lord directed and went to Bethlehem. When the elders of the town met him, they trembled and asked, Do you come in peace? In peace, he replied, I've come to sacrifice to the Lord. Consecrate yourselves and come with me to the sacrifice. Then he consecrated Jesse and his sons, invited them to the sacrifice. When they arrived, Samuel saw Eliab and said, Certainly the Lord's anointed one is here before him. But the Lord said to Samuel, Do not look at his appearance or his stature, because I have rejected him. Humans do not see what the Lord sees, for humans see what is visible, but the Lord sees the heart. Jesse called. Abinadab and presented him to Samuel The Lord hasn't chosen this one either Samuel said Then Jesse presented Shammah But Samuel said The Lord hasn't chosen this one either After Jesse presented seven of his sons to him Samuel told Jesse, The Lord hasn't chosen any of these. Samuel asked him, Are these all the sons you have? There is still the youngest, he answered, but right now he's tending the sheep. Samuel told Jesse, Send for him. We won't sit down to eat until he gets here. So Jesse sent for him. He had beautiful eyes and a healthy, handsome appearance. Then the Lord said, Anoint him, for he is the one. So Samuel took the horn of oil and anointed him in the presence of his brothers And the Spirit of the Lord came powerfully on David from that day forward. Then Samuel set out and went to Ramah. David in Saul's court. Now the Spirit of the Lord had left Saul, and an evil spirit sent from the Lord began to torment him. So Saul's servant said to him, you see that an evil spirit from God is tormenting you. Let our Lord command your servants here in your presence to look for someone who knows how to play the lyre. Whenever the evil spirit from God comes on you, that person can play the lyre and you will feel better. Then Saul commanded his servants, Find me someone who plays well and And bring him to me. One of the young men answered, I've seen a son of Jesse of Bethlehem who knows how to play the lyre. He is also a valiant man, a warrior, eloquent, handsome, and the Lord is with him. Then Saul dispatched messengers to Jesse and said, Send me your son, David, who is with the sheep. So Jesse took a donkey, loaded with bread, a wineskin, and one young goat, and sent them by his son, David, to Saul. When David came to Saul and entered his service, Saul loved him very much, and David became his armor bearer. Then Saul sent word to Jesse Let David remain in my service, for he has found favor with me. Whenever the Spirit from God came on Saul, David would pick up his lyre and play, and Saul would then be relieved feel better and the evil spirit would leave him let's pause and consider God's word for he knows the hearts of every man Lord thank you that you bring us peace and comfort that you know our hearts and you take care of everything we need thank you that tonight you show us how you see us and help us to change those things that don't please you And now, a moment to take a little break. First Samuel seventeen David versus Goliath. The Philistines gathered their forces for war at Soko in Judah and camped between Soko and Azekah in Ephes Saul and the men of Israel gathered and camped in the valley of Elah. Then they lined up in battle formation to face the Philistines. The Philistines were standing on one hill and the Israelites were standing on another hill with a ravine between them. Then a champion named Goliath from Gath came out from the Philistine camp. He was nine feet, nine inches tall and wore a bronze helmet and bronze scale armor that weighed 125 pounds pounds. There was a bronze armor on his shins and a bronze javelin was slung between his shoulders. His spear shaft was like a weaver's beam and the iron point of his spear weighed 15 pounds. In addition, a shield-bearer was walking in front of him. He stood and shouted to the Israelite, Battle formations. Why do you come out to line up in battle formation? He asked them. Am I not a Philistine? And are you not servants of Saul? Choose one of your men and have him come down against me. If he wins in a fight against me and kills me, we will be your servants. But if I win against him and kill him, then you will be our servants and serve us. Then the Philistine said, I defy the ranks of Israel today. send me a man so we can fight each other when saul and israel heard these words from the philistine they lost their courage and were terrified now david was the son of Ephrathite from bethlehem of judah named jesse jesse had eight sons and during Saul's reign, was already an old man. Jesse's three oldest sons had followed Saul to the war. Their names were Eliab, the firstborn, Abinadab, the next, and Shammah, the third. And David was the youngest. The three oldest had followed Saul, but David kept going back and forth from Saul Saul to tend his father's flock in Bethlehem. Every morning and evening for 40 days, the Philistine came forward and took his stand. One day, Jesse had told his son David, take this half bushel of roasted grain along with these 10 loaves of bread for your brothers and hurry to their camp. Also, take these 10 portions of cheese to the field commander. Check on the well-being of your brothers and bring a confirmation from them. They are with Saul and all the men of Israel in the Valley of Elah fighting with the Philistines. So David got up early in the morning left the flock with someone to keep it, loaded up and set out as Jesse had charged him. He arrived at the perimeter of the camp as the army was marching out to its battle formation, shouting their battle cry. Israel and the Philistines lined up in battle formation facing each other. David left his supplies in the care of the quartermaster and ran to the battle line. When he arrived, he asked his brothers how they were. While he was speaking with them, suddenly, the champion named Goliath the Philistine from Gath came forward from the Philistine battle and shouted his usual words, which David heard. When all the Israelite men saw Goliath, they retreated from him, terrified. Previously, an Israelite man had declared, Do you see this man who keeps coming out? He comes to defy Israel. The king will make the man who kills him very rich and will give him his daughter. The king will also make the family of that man's father exempt from paying taxes in Israel. David spoke to the men who were standing with him. What will be done for the man who kills that Philistine and removes his disgrace from Israel? Just who is this circumcised Philistine that he should defy the armies of the living God? The troops told him about the offer, concluding that is what will be done for the man who kills him. David's oldest brother, Eliab, listened as he spoke to the men, and he became angry with him. Why did you come down here, he asked. Who did you leave those few sheep with in the wilderness? I know your arrogance and your evil heart. You came down to see the battle. What have I done now? protested David it was just a question then he turned from those beside him to others in front of him and asked about the offer the people gave him the same answer as before what David said was overheard and reported to Saul so he had David brought to him David said to Saul, Don't let anyone be discouraged by him. Your servant will go and fight this Philistine. But Saul replied, You can't go fight this Philistine. You're just a youth and he's been a warrior since he was young. David answered Saul, Your servant has been tending his father's sheep. Whenever a lion or bear came and carried off a lamb from the flock I went after it, struck it down and rescued the lamb from its mouth. If it reared up against me, I would grab it by its fur, strike it down and kill it. Your servant has killed lions and bears. This uncircumcised Philistine will be like one of them, for he has defied the armies of the living God. Then David said, The Lord who rescued me from the paw of the lion and the paw of the bear will rescue me from the hand of this Philistine. Saul said to David, Go! And may the Lord be with you. Then Saul had his own military clothes put on David. He put a bronze helmet on David's head and had him put on armor. David strapped his sword on over the military clothes and tried to walk. But he was not used to them. I can't walk in these, David said to Saul. I'm not used to them. So David took them off. Instead, he took his staff in his hand and chose five smooth stones from the wadi and put them in the pouch in his shepherd's bag. Then with his sling in his hand, he approached the Philistine. The Philistine came closer and closer to David with the shield-bearer in front of him. When the Philistine looked and saw David, he despised him because he was just a young, healthy, and handsome. He said to David, Am I a dog that you come against me with sticks? Then he cursed David by his gods. Come here the Philistine called to David, and I'll give you your flesh to the birds of the sky and the wild beasts. David said to the Philistine, You come against me with a sword, spear, and javelin, but I come against you in the name of the Lord of armies, the God of the ranks of Israel. You have defied him. Today, the Lord will hand you over to me. Today, I'll strike you down, remove your head, and give the corpses of the Philistine camp to the birds of the sky and the wild creatures of the earth. Then all the world will know that Israel has a God and this whole assembly will know that it is not by sword or by spear that the Lord saves. For the battle is the Lord's. He will hand you over to us. When the Philistine started forward to attack him, David ran quickly to the battle line to meet the Philistine David put his hand in the bag took out a stone slung it and hit the Philistine on his forehead the stone sank into his forehead and he fell face down to the ground David defeated the Philistine with a sling and a stone David overpowered the Philistine and killed him without having a sword. David ran and stood over him. He grabbed the Philistine's sword, pulled it from its sheath, and used it to kill him. Then he cut off his head. When the Philistines saw that their hero was dead, they fled. The men of Israel and Judah rallied, shouting their battle cry and chased the Philistines to the entrance of the valley and to the gates of Ekron. Philistine bodies were strewn all along the Sharem road to Gath and Ekron. When the Israelites returned from the pursuit of the Philistines, they plundered their camps. David took Goliath's head and brought it to Jerusalem but he put Goliath's weapons on his own tent. When Saul had seen David going out to confront the Philistine, he asked Abner, the commander of the army, whose son is this youth, Abner. Your Majesty, as surely as you live, I don't know, Abner replied. The king said, Find out whose son this young man is. When David returned from killing the Philistine, Abner took him and brought him before Saul with the Philistine's head still in his hand. Saul said to him, Whose son are you, young man? The son of your servant Jesse of Bethlehem, David answered. And now, let's briefly pause, thinking of the triumphant victory David had over the enemy of God. As he said, it wasn't by the sword that killed Goliath. Are there any victories? that the Lord has brought you in your life? What good thing has the Lord done that you can reflect on in this moment as you fall asleep? And now, a psalm. A very familiar psalm. Psalm 23 is a psalm of David, and it is about our good shepherd. The Lord is my shepherd. I have what I need. He lets me lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside quiet waters. He renews my life. He leads me along the right paths for his name's sake. Even when I go through the darkest valley, I fear no danger. For you are with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. You prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. You anoint my head with oil, my cup overflows. Only goodness and faithful love will pursue me all the days of my life and I will dwell in the house of the Lord as long as I live Psalm 121 The Lord, our Protector I lift my eyes toward the mountains. Where will my help come from? My help comes from the Lord, the maker of heaven and earth. He will not allow your foot to slip Your protector will not slumber. Indeed, the protector of Israel does not slumber or sleep. The Lord protects you. The Lord is a shelter right by your side. The sun will not strike you by day or the moon by night. The Lord will protect you from all harm. He will protect your life. The Lord will protect your coming and going, both now and forever. Thank you, Lord, that you are a caring, comforting, and correcting Shepherd thank you again for tending to our every need thank you that you Lord are my help you shield me Lord You don't allow anything to harm me. But you protect me in the waking hours and in the sleeping hours because you never stop watching over me. Thank you, Lord, that even in my life, no matter how troublesome it seems, you bless me. You keep me. You anoint my head with oil. You bring healing to my mind and body. You've set me in places that even your abundant love and the abundance of your salvation overflows before my enemies. Thank you that I know I can trust and rely on you, my God, the creator of all, all things the maker of heaven and earth. Thank you, Lord, for reminding me just how much you truly care for me and my life. Thank you, Jesus, for who you are And your continual watch over me. Amen. Hopefully by now, you are asleep. Peacefully dreaming. And when you wake in the morning, you're fully rested, knowing that every care that you have is taken care of by your loving God. Good night.